0: All right, y'all. We are back for another podcast episode. So excited to be back with you. We have a couple exciting announcements this week. Actually, yeah. we just joined Getter. G-E-T-T-R. Maddie's been very confused about that. So just wanted to clear that up. It's Getter. It's kind of a weird name. It I is mean, an odd name. She said it and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Say, what, what is it?
1: Like. It's It's a new
0: social media platform. And honestly, it reminds Maddie and I a lot of Parler when it was up and running. And just so y'all know, I know we haven't updated on that in quite a while, but we are still on Parler. It's just that we're not posting as much as we were and not doing all the exclusive content that we were doing over there when we were trying to, you know, do stuff over there for the for our followers there. So, I don't know. We'll see where getting. It goes. I am really hoping that it's something that we can get going here and kind of jumpstart into. It is super a, easy to use. It is very easy to I use. I just
1: started an account last night. Mm-hmm. I started a personal account and yeah. then Lily just uses our few account and mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, I set up an account super easy. Yeah, probably took like five minutes. Yeah. Maybe. And you don't even have to, like, if you don't want to, you don't have to give them your email mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I chose to just so that you get updates in your email about different things that they may be doing on the app and stuff. But super easy to set up, super easy to navigate, and it works really well. Everything's loading mm-hmm. really nicely, and yeah, it's definitely really really nice. And yes. it does remind me of Parlor, which is yes. great because I feel like Parlor just went downhill a little bit, mm-hmm. which was very very sad because I sad. loved
0: Parlor. But yeah, I think that Getter is gonna be. Yes. Very good and useful. And it looks like it's already pretty popular Mm -hmm. so far. So yeah, there are a lot of influencers, a lot of people on there already. I was surprised like just looking up some of the people that we follow on Instagram and stuff are on there. And, uh, it's just, it's a hopping place over there. So be sure to join us on Getter if you would like to. I just want to point out you can make an account through your like web browser and you can also download the app and make an account through there. And if you decide to make an account on your web browser, and then you want to log in and get the app, you can do that as well. There are a lot of different ways that you can do it. If you have any questions at all on how to do that, how to get on there, I know that we have some older folks who are like, hey, I want to join you on that uh, platform, but I have no idea how to do that. We understand. No problem. Please send us an email in our description. Uh, You can find our email right there and just let us know what you need help with. So we are on Getter and Maddie has been really, 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 active and working on our Pinterest account. We started that a couple months ago now, and it has been also a hop in place. So be sure to check our Pinterest account out, and don't forget to follow us over there because we are posting everything that we have on our accounts there, blog posts, podcast episodes, almost really everything is on Mm -hmm. there um, as of right now. So be sure to check that out as well. Okay, that was a long intro. I apologize. We haven't caught y'all up on a lot of the things that we're doing, and this week just happened to be, week where we were starting some new things so let's jump into our episode today we asked uh on instagram and then i also texted a few of our girls from our bible study groups what questions they had or what topics or whatever they wanted to hear us talk about on the podcast and we got some good answers we got mm-hmm. some good questions and thoughts on some different topics and today is going to be one of those episodes it's not going to be like a full q a episode because we're still gathering some of that yeah. and trying to kind of create a list that we can go through that's easy to do for a podcast episode. But today we want to talk about really just being in a lonely season and uh, what that's like, how to navigate a lonely season. Mm-hmm. Because so many people are going through that feeling that. I know we had 2020 where we were all pretty isolated pretty much for almost a year, which is crazy to think about. But I know that there were a lot of effects, especially on teenagers during that time yeah. of just feeling very lonely, very isolated. And obviously, we've seen the stats spike for suicides and depression and anxiety and things like that. And it's just really awful. It's awful to see that that affected so many people in the way that it did, but it's totally understandable too, and so we need to talk about it from a biblical perspective. We need to know what Jesus says about loneliness and how to navigate that. A lot of loneliness can be caused from just desiring friendships mm-hmm. and no one's around you. Like, you don't have friends, you don't have people who um, you really can pour into and who can pour into you the same way, and it just can be difficult. So, Maddie, I want you to just kind of start us into this episode, maybe give some personal examples of what that's been like for you dealing with loneliness when you felt lonely and just have a real raw conversation about it.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that this is another really relatable topic and I think it almost goes hand in hand with what we talked about last week of Mm -hmm. feeling like you're missing out on your teenage years because you're not having the same kind of fun as everyone else. If you haven't listened to that episode, Mm -hmm. I thought it was a really, really good one. So, you should go and listen to that (laughs) whether you're a teenager or not. I think it was useful for Mm -hmm. a lot of different people. But yeah, loneliness is Something that I think everyone experiences at one time or another. And I think that sometimes as Christians, we can look at that and say, well, that's not good because I'm Mm -hmm. supposed to be relying on Jesus for Mm -hmm. all of my needs and I'm supposed to be relying on his presence to fill that loneliness. And Mm -hmm. while that is true, I think that this is just part of being a human and Mm -hmm. part of living in our world today where we lack connection with people. So many people just want servicey relationships, like I said Mm -hmm. in our last episode. And I think that that has really affected a lot of us I know that it's definitely affected me just in terms of people want to talk to you But they don't want to have an actual conversation about Mm -hmm. something They don't want to pour their time and effort into developing a relationship with you or a friendship Yeah, and I think that that's just something that honestly it doesn't get much easier as you go throughout life. You know, you kind of expect like as you get older and Mm -hmm. as you and your friends mature, that's just going to kind of come later and you'll have all those deep conversations with them and stuff. And honestly, throughout my life, I haven't seen a bunch of that. I know I sound super depressing (laughs) right now, but it is just kind of a fact of our world. We lack connection with people and I think that that definitely takes a toll on people. Mm -hmm. And we had a couple of different people ask us to talk about the loneliness thing because their experience a lot of loneliness and one girl who asked us about it specifically has just recently started to really get serious about Jesus and start Mm -hmm. taking her relationship with him much deeper and she's spending so much more time in his presence and just really wants to grow in that area of her life and then she just started school and I mean like her first day was just depressing Mm -hmm. because she didn't really have anyone to talk to about the recent things that have been going on in her life and just Jesus. I think that that's something that we as Christians really want want is we want that community because Mm -hmm. that's the way that Jesus intended the church to look like. He Mm -hmm. wanted us to be a community. He wanted us to have unity, and I think that that's something that our culture really lacks and that Christianity itself really lacks. I Mm -hmm. think we've lost sight of that need for unity inside the church, and that takes a toll. And for this girl specifically, you know, at school, she even goes to a religious school. I Mm won't give All her information (laughs) out or anything, but you know who you are. (laughs) Yeah. She goes to a somewhat religious school. And even there, she feels like she's the only one who has a real relationship Mm -hmm. with Jesus. She doesn't just have the religion aspect of it. And that's been really hard for her. And me and Lily have experienced that a lot too. Like before we started Bible study, I said this in the last episode, (laughs) like we didn't have friends really. Mm -hmm. We had. A couple of friends that just kind of, you know, floated in and out of your life and. But no you know, serious friendships. No, nothing yeah. where you're like open with this person and you right. can just really talk about some serious stuff. And sometimes that doesn't always have to be about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like I think that loneliness can be caused of just not having someone to share mm-hmm. the same interest with. Like I don't have any friends who are willing to talk about books with me.
0: My goodness. She's bringing and this up again,
1: guys. That's really depressing for <laughs> oh me. And goodness. it's really, you know, like it's really it just difficult for me. Heart. It just, yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> it is though. I mean, I think that everyone can relate with that In and not way, just yeah. books, but although I mean, Okay, like, <laughs> forget um, books are big, <laughs> um, but just not having that same person who you can really relate to and you can kind of just live life with, I mm-hmm. think really takes a toll, but I think that that's because, like I said, we lack uh, intimacy with one another, but mm-hmm. we also lack intimacy with God. Mm-hmm.
0: I agree, and I just wanted to kind of point out the questions, because I o- I always enjoy hearing this. Like, if somebody's mm-hmm. talking about something, I want to know specifically what they were asked, so I just want to read these for you we had two people, two different people, um, who were asking specifically about this loneliness and being in a lonely season. So, the one girl that we've been talking about, uh, she says, um, Being in a lonely season a while ago, I questioned how am I to love others in a lonely season? Mm -hmm. So, how do I love others when I'm not around them, when I'm not with them, when I'm not talking in person with them? What does that look like? How am I supposed to do that? Because we do know that it is a command, right? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind and love others as yourself. We know that this is something that God wants us to do, that he commands us to do, but what do you do or how do you do that in a lonely season? Mm-hmm. So great question there. And we will definitely try to answer that as best yeah. as we can in this episode. We also had another lady who reached out to us actually this morning, and she has become – it's kind of a cool – thing. Like, she's our friend through Instagram, if that yeah. makes sense, okay? So, we've never met in person. We don't live in the same state, but we talk a lot through messaging, and it's just a really cool connection, I guess, that we've made through social media and love when God does stuff like that. So, here's her question, or here's her comment, and just some of the things she wanted to point out. So, she says, ever since I have been born again, friendships have been really hard, mm-hmm. Um, and that is so true. My goodness, we so yeah. relate to that. She said, I haven't had a Close girlfriend in almost six years in person, and it can get very depressing at times. I try to put on the mind of Christ and not think about it, but for this last month or so, it has been driving me bonkers. And then she said, even over text message and messaging, it can get so hard to get people to talk back with you and have conversation with. Yes, it is. It's very hard. And isn't it interesting that we live in the most connected culture right we live in a connected culture in terms of we have smartphones we have, you have computers. access to everyone at any time exactly any person literally that you want to get in contact with if they have a social media account you can connect with them now mm-hmm. does it mean that they're gonna be- get back with you or whatever no not necessarily but you have the option you have the opportunity to get in touch with them like anybody can send us an email anybody at this very moment like if you wanted to get connected with us you You could do that through very, like, the podcast, the blog, like, just so many different things, and we're so connected. I read this a couple minutes ago. A recent study just revealed that almost half of Americans are lonely. Mm -hmm. Almost half of Americans, and guess what? The loneliest generation is Gen Z, which is our generation. Yeah. Of course they are. Of course, they are like, I just look at that. And that statistic really doesn't surprise me all that much. I mean, it's shocking, right? I mean, just reading that, it's shocking to me that half of Americans would be defined as lonely. Mm-hmm. But that the loneliest generation is our generation. And I think that that just says a lot about technology, yeah. <laughs> especially. That we are the most connected and yet we're the least connected. And we're the most lonely. It's just a very interesting thing detail. And I know Maddie has a quote that we wanted to start off with, so I'm going to let her read that. Mm -hmm. It kind of sets the tone for our episode, and I know that it's something that we're going to really discuss here, so I want you to start us off with that.
1: Yeah, leave it to A.W. Tozer to have (laughs)
0: literally the perfect quote for what we're going to be talking about. And
1: I think this is definitely a relatable quote, and I Mm -hmm. think that there is so much truth just in this very short and simple quote. So Tozer says, there is a strain of loneliness infecting many Christians, which only the presence of God can cure. I think this is powerful because our world, like I just said, lacks intimacy with God. And this is something that Tozer talks about a lot in many of his different books and quotes and stuff about being intimate with God. And I think that in order to be intimate with God, we've got to be taken out of Mm -hmm. the busyness and the stress of the world. And that can make us feel lonely because as human beings, we have a desire to connect with people. But I think the reason that we feel completely lonely and like we don't have a close relationship with anyone is because we haven't been intimate with God and we haven't really gotten to know him and relate with him because there's tons of stuff that God can relate to with Mm -hmm. us and I think that we can lose sight of that sometimes you know he's just this big booming voice in the sky who Mm -hmm. tells us what to do and what not to do instead of this God who loves us and who sent his son to come and be a human being and Mm -hmm. I think that Jesus is the perfect example of loneliness yeah I believe that Jesus was probably lonely for most of his life besides his relationship with God, with his father. And I think that even the disciples, even though he had the crowds that were constantly surrounding him, constantly wanting to learn from him, had a desire to follow him. Mm -hmm. And then he had the 12 who were always with him, like, always, and who he was always teaching, always pouring into, and then he just had three, Peter, James, and John, who he really took them aside and, like, put everything into. But then, when he went to be intimate with God, when he went to really know his Father's heart, he went alone, and he sent everyone away, Mm -hmm. including Peter, James, and John, except for in the Garden of Gethsemane, which we were just talking about that before. We started recording of how every time Jesus wanted to go and spend real time with God, with his presence, he went completely alone. He didn't bring anyone else with him who could distract him from God, who he would have to feel feel like he had to include them and everything, and he couldn't just focus on what does the Lord want to speak to me Mm -hmm. here and now? What does he want me to do next? But then at the Garden of Gethsemane, right before he's about to be crucified, he takes Peter, James, and John with him, and at this time, Peter, James, and John did not have the intimacy with God Mm -hmm. that Jesus did. And now, since Jesus died, it is possible for us to have that kind of relationship with God. We can have direct contact with the Lord, like they weren't able to have before Mm -hmm. Jesus came. And even then, all three of them fell asleep because they didn't see the importance of spending time in God's presence and really just being alone with him. And I think that if we want to get past our problem of loneliness, we have to be okay with being lonely. Mm -hmm. We have to be okay with not having a bunch of people surrounding us even though we may want that sometimes and i'm not saying that you should just get rid of all your friends (laughs) like you should have friends who you can talk to someone who is in person who you can talk about your struggles with and who you can just praise god with and you know, talk about how much he's blessed you or how much he's been working in your life. Mm -hmm. But then sometimes I think we need to be okay with being lonely because Mm -hmm. I think that loneliness is powerful. And I think that that can bring you so much closer to God than any relationship with any sinful human being can. I think that this is the key to having a good relationship with Jesus is Mm -hmm. being lonely sometimes. And I think that when you're alone with God, for me personally, when I'm alone with God, that's when I really experience the Holy Spirit and when I really hear him speaking to me because there's not all these other voices around me who are trying to maybe tell me what I should think about this scripture or tell me what I should be feeling about this or that or how I should be singing this song or, you know, whatever. But when you're alone with God, that gives you the opportunity to just sit in silence in his presence and truly get to know him on a one-on-one deeper connection. And I think that that's something that our culture lacks. Like you were saying with social media, we can be in touch with all these people people. We can contact everyone, but we can't actually connect Mm -hmm. with anyone. Mm -hmm. And I think that that comes from we don't actually take the time to be alone with anyone. And we don't take the time to really just say, okay, come over to my house and we're just going to talk about Jesus together. And Mm -hmm. we're just going to have a good time and, you know, have fun together. And I don't know. I think that that's something that social media has really destroyed in our world today is that we're so obsessed with social media and so obsessed with Mm -hmm. living other people's
0: lives lives that we don't
1: actually live life with other people.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And I think that another thing, and I'm sure people who are listening have experienced this too, like you can feel alone even in a crowd. Like you can feel alone even in a crowd. And I noticed that a lot of people do that when they go to a mega church or they want to go to a larger church. They just want to blend in. They don't Mm want to be a part of a community, even though that's what they desperately need. (laughs) They don't want that. They don't desire that. And so they just think that they can hide. They think that they can just kind of blend in and do their own thing. And that's not what it's supposed to look like. That's not what it's supposed to mean. And and just like Maddie said, there is a time for loneliness. There is a purpose for loneliness. So, if God makes you lonely, don't fight that. Like, don't, yeah. don't go against that and say, God, I resist that. I don't want to be, don't want to fully embrace that lonely season. Embrace it. Be, don't be afraid of embracing it. But the other thing is that we need to be needed. We, we as humans, we need to be needed. And so that, that loneliness, that's why we fight it so much. It's not, it's not natural for us. We need to be needed. And in our generation, people think that deep relationship is just a complete waste of time. But in reality, that's exactly what God made us for. He made us for deep relationship Mm -hmm. and he made us to need to be needed. And that's an amazing and beautiful thing. But we have to understand that that does not come before our relationship with God, Mm -hmm. just like everything else. And we say this all the time. And I feel like we preach it every single time and we won't stop preaching this. (laughs) But if anything comes in the way of your relationship with God, God's going to take it away. And I truly believe, like I ask God a lot of the time, like, God, if there's anything that comes between you and me, then just get rid of it. Like it doesn't need to be in my life. It doesn't need to be distracting me. And sometimes that can be this desire for friends and this desire for relationship. And this is why I think that a lot of singles get really caught up in that mindset of, oh, I need to be in a relationship in order to serve Jesus. No, you don't. You need to serve Jesus in order for you to have a good relationship. It's the complete opposite. But you see, we get in this mindset in almost everything we do, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's an activity that you're doing, schoolwork, whatever it may be, we get caught in this mindset that I need this thing in order for my relationship with God to be strengthened. You do not need anything in order for your relationship with God to be strengthened. You need God himself. And I think that we get that so messed up in our culture, Mm -hmm. in our day and age. We're so, how did you say that? We're so, we can be in contact with people, but we don't actually connect with them. But we're not connected. Yes, we're in contact, but we're not connected. And I think that that's just, that's just something that we need to change as Mm believers. Believers. And I think the church has really dropped the ball on that because We have made Sunday morning that, hey, we're in contact, but we're not connected through the week. Yeah. Like, it's just Sunday morning, you show up, you hide, you sit in your chair, you know, you just, you're kind of invisible. Everybody sees each other every week and we just take it for granted. And then we say goodbye, you know, after an hour service and we're gone. What, what are we supposed to do in that lonely season? And so, since we're specifically talking about loneliness, I think that that's the first thing. Embrace the lonely season. If God has you there, embrace it. Just like our question about how do I love people in a lonely season? You, you have to make an effort to do that. Yeah. You have to make an effort because if God puts you in a lonely season, it doesn't mean that he doesn't want you talking to people. Yeah. It doesn't mean yeah. that he doesn't want you around people. Mm-hmm. So uh, get yourself connected. You have to make an effort in that way, but it doesn't mean that it's gonna look the way that you want it to look. Okay. So if you're in a lonely season, um, I'm just speaking from personal experience here. If I've been in a lonely season and I truly want to love people because I know that I'm commanded to do that. I know that it's something that I need to do in order for me to not go crazy in the lonely season, then I really have to make an effort to love people in the way that God wants me to. And so I have to be prayerful about that. I have to seek others wisdom and advice. I have to be willing to get out of my comfort zone, go to an event, go to a new church, try something that would help others. Like, it could be a food bank. It could be um, just going in the store and walking around and trying to pray for people. Um, it could be going to a coffee shop and just um, trying to tip someone, uh, tip the barista something that maybe she wasn't expecting and bless her and love her in that way and making sure that she knows that that's because of Jesus. There are a lot of different things. There are a lot mm-hmm. of practical ways that you can help people. It could be taking your cart back to the cart rack or whatever they call those things in the parking lot instead of just leaving it by your car so that the cart employees and the people who have that job to take the carts in and to gather the carts, that blesses them. Maybe they'll go back home five minutes earlier than they would have because they had to get your cart or whatever. Just simple ways that sometimes people don't even know it's you, but you're serving and you know that you're loving others. You know that you're thinking of others above yourself and that's how you love people. That's how you love people. People. and Jesus displayed that so powerfully. And so, it could be sending a text to a friend that you haven't talked to in a while. It could be saying, hey, I haven't forgotten about you. I remember that you exist and mm-hmm. that you are still a huge part of my life and that I think about you. That can be so powerful. That can, that can truly be um, loving someone. And so, in a lonely season, it takes a lot of effort. It yeah. takes a lot of effort to love someone because typically when I'm in a lonely season, I want it to be, God, I want to be loved. I yeah. want to not be lonely. I want to feel like I'm not alone. So, and that comes from being loved, right? And so sometimes that can be, I want a friend group, right? That I can hang out with. I mean, this, this is just where we go, guys, right? Mm-hmm. This, especially well, as and teen I think girls, the world has convinced us that you have to have other yes. people
1: around you in order to not feel lonely. Right. In order to cure that loneliness, you have to have other people loving you. When really, if you just put in the time and the effort, like you said, to love other people, I think that that can be just as effective.
0: Yes. Because you're connected mm-hmm. with God and it's not about yourself. Because when, we, when we're so focused on being lonely, that can turn out to be a very selfish thought and a very selfish way of thinking. Because if you're lonely, then all you're thinking about is yourself, right? Because you're not spending time with others. You're not around others. It can be very difficult. I'm not discounting that. It can be very hard to be lonely and in a lonely season if God has put you there. So being discipled, I think is another huge part of that. Finding someone that will pour into you even in a lonely season, and it could be one person. Yeah. Uh, Like I was just thinking um, before we started the podcast episode about Esther and Mordecai and how Esther had to do it alone. Like, she had to go to the king alone. Mm -hmm. She had to make that decision alone. She had to be bold alone. And it, I'm sure, was a lonely season for Esther. But she took advantage of that lonely season. And she sought the Lord in that season. Mm -hmm. And, but she also had Mordecai. So, it doesn't mean that you don't have someone. Okay, you completely close yourself off from everyone and just, exactly Because that's what what the world tells us, Mm -hmm. right? That you just, you're alone and you're miserable and you're depressed and you... Whatever, right, okay. No, it doesn't have to look that way. Sometimes loneliness looks like having people in your life that you're not able to really connect with. You're just kind of going through the motions, like Maddie said earlier. And so, I would just encourage you, put in the effort in that lonely season because being lonely doesn't mean that you don't get to have any contact with anyone because community is a Christian's greatest resource. Mm -hmm. And I know that we've said that a zillion times, but it's very true.
1: Yeah, well, and to wrap up, like, there's a person in my life who I have felt the Lord lord really say like this is your person that you're supposed to pour into Mm -hmm. no matter what and like this is your person who i want you to focus on and honestly half the time never even get a response from her but i just keep like once a month i don't pester her like crazy or anything i'm not one of those people but like once a month i'll just text her and say hey i'm praying for you today and i hope that you have a great week or i text her on the first day of school or i text her on christmas or thanksgiving or fourth of July, you know, whatever. Like, I just use the opportunities to text her without, you know, being overbearing or anything mm-hmm. and just to say, like, hey, I'm still here. I still care about you and that can be really depressing sometimes when you don't get a response from those people who, like, you know that that's who the Lord has put in your life to make an impact on and then they don't really want you to make an impact on them. And so, I think that that can contribute to loneliness sometimes, but if there's anyone else like that out there and I'm sure that there's a lot of people who are trying to make an effort with someone, but that person isn't really making an effort to connect with you, just keep going. Keep mm-hmm. texting them once a month and just tell them that you're praying for them or ask them how their week has been. And even if they don't respond, you just keep praying for them and you keep trying to pour into them, even Mm -hmm. if you can't necessarily talk to them or be in contact with them. And so I think that, Lily, you made a good point about how we should embrace the loneliness, but we shouldn't make it a selfish thing. Yeah, We shouldn't say like, oh, I'm so lonely and I just need to focus on self-care and Mm -hmm. loving myself right now. Like, no. Yes. Loving yourself is not a solution to anything and we all need to shut down that narrative because it is stupid and ridiculous and that is what has made our world so stinking messed up because we're all so selfish and we all act like we're the ones that need taking care of when if you have a relationship with Jesus, like, you're good. You go to him for your care and you spend time in his presence to satisfy your needs. Other people, however, who are not Christians, don't know that. So you've got to be that person for them mm-hmm. that points them towards Jesus and says, this is where you find your care from. You don't find your care from a bubble bath and mm-hmm. doing your skin care. Like, yeah, you know, you've got to find it in Jesus. Right. Because
0: as soon as the bubble bath is done, it's it's You're right done. back to feeling you're depressed. You're <laughs> right back to where you started. Yeah. And and sometimes you can actually be worse after things like that than when you started. Because when you're in the bubble bath, I don't know why we're using this example, but <laughs> this <laughs> is what everyone says on Pinterest. <laughs> take a bubble bath, okay. do your skincare, <laughs> and watch Netflix. Okay. Then we'll just use that as an example. You only think of yourself during those things. Mm-hmm. Those are actions of serving yourself. Yeah. And the most important thing to do when you're lonely is to serve others. Yeah. Not to serve yourself. And we totally flip that. That's just a practical example of how we have said, we've listened to the world as Christians and we've felt the things that are normal to feel. Loneliness is normal. Things like that are normal. But how we deal with it is totally different as Mm -hmm. a believer totally different, could not be more different. Yeah. And I just think that, you know, the bubble bass and the Netflix and the, all the stuff, those things are specifically for yourself. Do something that's not, that has nothing to do with you. Do something that has nothing to do with you. That's the challenge for all of us who may be in a lonely season or feel lonely right now, or you just feel like you're not doing something that matters. You need to do something that is not for you. And I think that a verse I would just like to point out is Psalm 61 too. It says, from the end of the earth, I will cry to you. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. We need something that is bigger than us. We need something that is totally for eternity only. It's from our love for Jesus. It's for Jesus himself, really, to serve others because of our love and our adoration for him as our Savior. And I just think that that's really important, that we do something that's not about us. We do something that's for other people in those lonely seasons. And so that's how you love someone. And if you're struggling with the friendships, listen, it's going to be hard, but you have that desire. It's a good desire. Let that desire for godly friendships Lead you to God himself. And I'm telling y'all, I think, I think there's a quote by C.S. Lewis. Let me look it up here. There's always a quote there's by always, C.S. Lewis
1: for whatever we're talking about. Everything. Like, are you
0: kidding? He says, look for yourself and you will find in the long run only hatred, loneliness, despair, rage, ruin, and decay. But look for Christ and you will find him and with him, everything else thrown in. I love that quote. It's one of my favorite quotes. We actually have it. Well, we have a very similar one hanging in our room. Yeah, it's like a shorter version of that. Yeah, it's just such a great reminder. Mm -hmm. Let's stop focusing on ourselves. When we look for ourselves, that's what we're going to find. And you're going to go down that guilt trip. You're going to feel that shame. You're going to feel that loneliness. You're going to feel that despair. All the things that he listed in that quote are so spot on. But when you look for Christ we will find him. Like, we have that promise mm-hmm. that there's not a solution, there's a Savior. And it's so important that we really, truly understand that with all of our hearts. Stop looking for yourself in that lonely season because that will only make you lonelier. Mm-hmm. That will only lead you towards a path that you don't want to go down. Uh, you must follow Jesus. You must keep your eyes focused on Him. And that is the way to take advantage of the lonely season that you may be in.
1: Yeah. So, I think that, like Lily said, pour into other people, but especially look for those people who are just like you, who are feeling lonely and Mm who are feeling like there's no one else out there who really understands what to do, who to spend their time with. And, like, we just had a lady in our church who her husband passed away and, like, her and her husband were super close and had a super good marriage and relationship and, like, they were just perfect for each other. And, you know, he just passed away and she's still, they were both relatively young Mm -hmm. and so you know, she's still working and different things. And so, we're trying our best to pour into her in her lonely season. And, you know, she has her kids around her mm-hmm. and stuff, but they all have their own families and they don't live with her anymore and stuff. And so, we've been trying to think of ways of like, what can we invite her to do? Like, we just sent her a card the other day. Mm-hmm. I know that that's kind of a simple one, but, you know, send somebody a card. You mm-hmm. know, it's- it's fun for you to make a card and takes your mind off your loneliness and then right. it could help someone else, invite them to go to coffee with you or, you know, just look for ways that you can especially help those other people who are lonely.
0: Mm-hmm. And I love that that's just a practical example of like our yeah. week, you know, and it's not that Maddie and I are necessarily in a lonely season right now. Like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, no one will talk about my books with me. So. <laughs> Maddie's in a lonely season, Come guys. on. <laughs> but even just on a normal basis, we try to do those things because mm-hmm it can help you to sometimes, like, sometimes, and I know we didn't talk about this, sometimes being in a lonely season can be a result of us. Like, it can be a result of us focusing on ourselves Mm -hmm. and being selfish, and we put ourselves in a lonely season. You know, you disconnect from the people that you need to be connected with most, and, and then you blame God, like, God, I I want to be connected with people and I want to do this, but you just, you purposely, you know, just slam the door on their face. Whatever it may be, it can sometimes be a result of us. So, make sure that it's not you getting in the way of what God wants to do through you and then blame God for, well, I don't have friends and I'm in a lonely season and I'm not connected with you and life just sucks. That can be an easy thing to get into. So, make sure that if you're in a lonely season that it's where God wants you to be and it's not just because you, you know, said, well, I just going to get rid of these people because I don't like their input and Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Yeah. All right. We are going to wrap up this episode here. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to the people who sent us this request because Mm -hmm. we definitely enjoyed recording this episode and I think it's a very, very good one. So we hope that you guys enjoyed it. As always, don't forget to rate and review the podcast and give us some feedback. Let us know if there is anything that you would like us to talk about. Mm -hmm. You can DM us on Instagram if you want or you can send us an email. Email our email is always in the description of these episodes. Not sure why I'm saying all this because Lily usually <laughs> says all this, but
0: hey, she's you know, we're whatever. Switching roles, Here
1: we you go. <laughs> All right, we are going to wrap up in prayers, so please pray with us. Lord, I just want to thank you for this day and for this episode, and I just want to pray for everyone out there who may be feeling lonely and who may be going through a lonely season where they feel like they just don't have very many friends who they can relate to and really talk to and just have fun with. Pray that you would just help all of us to just remain focused on you and our personal relationship with you, and then that we would be able to pour into other people who may be feeling the exact same way, and that you would just guide us and give us opportunities to you love others and love you well. In Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen. All right, guys, I want to leave you with this verse. Psalm 145, 18 through 19. It says, the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and saves them. I really like this verse because it says that he will fulfill the desires of those who fear him. And so if your desire is for those intimate friendships and relationships in your life, it's not a bad thing. It's a God-given desire. So don't feel like you have to just kind of ignore it and put it to the side like it's some bad desire that you have. It's not. God made you with that desire. Mm -hmm. Let that desire lead you to him. And if you go to him, you will surely find him. And with him, everything else. He will give you the desires of your heart if it's good and pure and holy. And we know that desiring those intimate friendships where you can tell others about Jesus and share about him, God's not going to keep something good from you unless he sees that it's good for you to wait. So, just keep that in mind. Let that be an encouragement to you. It's not that God's keeping good friendships from you. It's not mm-hmm. that you're the only one out there who doesn't have friends. We can truly understand what it means to feel lonely, even if you do have friends, even if you do, it's like you're connected, but you don't feel like you have that unity. You're not the only one. So let that be an encouragement to you today. There's not a solution there's a savior. And that is the powerful statement that we need to claim today and just remember. <laughs> like, I'm getting Pentecostal. Okay. <laughs> name it and claim it. Name and claim it, y'all. Oh, oh, name it and claim it, Oh my Oh my goodness. We that's, declare it. That's not what I meant. <laughs> so there's not There's not just a set way to walk the lonely season that you're in. There's not a certain way that God says, you have to do this. You just have to go to him. Mm. That's what is required of you in a lonely season. So go to the Lord. He wanted to be so close to us that he sent Jesus to earth. And then he put the Holy Spirit in each one of us when we accept him and when we choose to follow him. So he is with you and he is in you. And that is a great, great um, blessing for those who are believers and something very special that we have. So thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. We couldn't be more thankful for Mm y'all. We are so close to hitting 5,000. I wouldn't be surprised if we hit 5,000 this week. If y'all hit that download button and hit that subscribe button, we're so excited. We have many special things coming. If you have any ideas, be sure to email us and we will talk to you very soon. Bye, guys.